What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not, not another, damn, another podcast. damn podcast. Then it by our damn selves. 328. 328. Yeah, kid. What's up? What's up? And uh, um. <laughs> same old, same old. <laughs> oh, yeah, you've been back to school mode now. Back to school mode, but the children are doing well. Like they're doing well. Adapted. We went to an open house recently for the school, and yeah, everything. You know, I'm feeling feeling good about it. Mm. It's just what like week. This mm. is going to week four now, I think. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Because like they did, like they were already two weeks before, you know, Labor Day. But it's still like an adjustment because, like in our mind, you know, <laughs> we used to like the school starts back is like day after Labor Day or the Wednesday after Labor Day or whatever. Yeah, some school districts still do that. Like, um, like Rockford just started back last week, for example. Yeah, so like, yeah, some school. Districts yeah, some people still do that. Yeah, they'll do the um after Labor Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids probably don't show up the first weeks in August. <laughs> that's, probably, that's why we said, fuck you, just keep it Labor Day and shit. Like, we're still on vacation. There's a lot of absences, <laughs> like, at school, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we back in, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. getting on about week four, something like that, you said. Yeah, about week four, yeah, because they had the two weeks before, and then Labor Day was, like, week three. And now, yeah, going week four now, so they're... Really getting settled in and everything. So that means progress reports will be coming out in the next few weeks because they stay on top of that. They get the progress reports out and then you can look and see, okay, if your child is having some issues somewhere and falling behind or whatever. Make the adjustments. Parents, because teachers aren't the only factor. Like as a parent, you got to... I'm stepping up on my soapbox a little bit. As a parent, you have to reiterate that at home. You have to reinforce it. You have to do your part. They yeah. learn at school, but then you reinforce it. And as a, um, an instructor, even though I have adult students, yeah, it's on you. <laughs> yeah, it's not my fault. Yeah, it's on you. Yeah, as an adult, not my you're fault. responsible for yourself. But yeah, you can't blame. You suck. You suck. How's that my fault? Mm-hmm. <laughs> too much of the, the teachers ain't do. It's like. Like, yeah, okay. Like, is it crappy teachers? Absolutely. It's crappy teachers everywhere. It is. There's a lot, it's a lot of Cameron Diaz's out there. Bad teachers. <laughs> Bad teachers. <laughs> Bad teachers out there. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But it's also a lot of good teachers out there. And you're talking to one of them. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like our mom was a teacher. So, like, I mean, we saw teacher. elementary. We saw what our mom did. Yeah. Like our mom was a good teacher. Talk yeah. for like what forty years or something like that. It's yeah. like, yeah. she yeah. talked for a while. <laughs> CPS, yeah, she did CPS for a while. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's like you have to step up and do your part as the parent. You know, be involved. Know what your child is doing. Look at their scores. Look at their test scores. Look at their homework. You know, help them out. Explain things to them. And if you need to get outside resources. You can get resources, and guess what? It's a lot of good resources on the internet that are free. The internet.com, as they say. It's a lot of stuff on the internet that's free. It's a lot of like different apps, a lot of different things that you can use, or stuff that's even like lower cost that you can use. So, I mean, it's not really an excuse, is the point I'm making. Like, you can't just be like, well, my child is like, but and this and that. It's like, no, you gotta get involved if you care about what your child's future is going to hold for them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and um, since we're talking about back to school and everything being like the whole, how everything is ass backwards now and shit. Like, oh, let's talk about- <laughs> Not ass backwards. Okay. School is starting back in August and shit. But for some reason, <laughs> Taste of Chicago kicked off this week and shit. It was the sorriest looking taste I've ever seen. I know, I I, um, I go past that. Uh, as, like, I teach class downtown, so I pass that every day. It's like, I, I don't see us one soul like walking through there. Like, I saw nobody. <laughs> At least the times I was going, like, it might have been people there, like, before and after, but, like, I didn't see, like, <laughs> I saw nobody. Like, it's the sorriest looking taste I've ever seen. In my I life. had no clue because uh, I totally forgot about it because the only reason why is because when I was leaving the office, and then mom had mentioned, like, yeah, and the taste, I was like, oh, yeah, that is this weekend. <laughs> like, I. Face is going on right now as we're recording this shit. Yeah. 
I didn't remember. It's over, I think, after we when it's air when it's airs, but yeah, I think it's still going on right now as we record this. <laughs> And so my I, hope for the future is I hope that we can bring the glory days of the taste back because I mean, in my mind, like that was the meetup spot. When I would come home from college, we would meet up at the taste. Like, and like, it was perfect for you because the taste usually went on during your birthday. During week. my birthday, exactly. But yeah, you'd be like, yeah, I go kick it out the taste for my birthday like that. Yeah. That's what I would do. I would go and tell my friends, like, hey, let's meet over here. Let's meet. It would kick off the end of June and it would end like July 4th. It's like, that's how July the taste 4th. went. It's yeah. like, Mm-hmm. And then they had the big fireworks show on the third. The third yeah, the yeah. big show. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that was the traditionally the taste. The reason this year why it didn't happen during that time is because of NASCAR. NASCAR, no. And just yeah. in general, they've been pushing it. It's been after the fourth for like years. Like they, yeah, they, they got they, rid of the fireworks show. They, they ended that 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. They got rid of that. When they got rid of the fireworks show, I was like, wait, what? Like I remember, I was like so upset when they got rid of the fireworks show, and they're like, well, Navy Pier has fireworks on Saturdays. I'm like, it's not the same thing. And, um, other smaller <laughs> shows like like um, 63rd did one. Um, yeah. Up north, I think Montrose. So like, they started doing smaller shows for the neighborhoods instead of the big one down like right before. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can just go in the hood and just go and see like a firework. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. Like, I've been doing the firework show at my friend's house. Like he's been doing it. You know, I do that. But <laughs> and I've done the um. Well, when um, we were in Lansing, I used to do that fireworks. Oh, trip. yeah, yeah. Lansing had a good one. Atlanta yeah. Park District. Theirs was yeah. good. Yeah. And then after that, I started going to the, the um Navy Pier one. <laughs> like, I did that a few times. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I haven't done the fourth, like, recently. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, a few years ago, I was going to the one down Navy Pier. Just hang mm-hmm. out by the fountain and you could get a pretty yeah, good by the fountain. Yeah. Yeah. That's the view I would pick. Is like, so I'm not going all the way over there to the pier. It's probably, no, too, like, you can see right there at the fountain. It's like, we and then, um, also the right used... the fountain is like, okay, this is where we're gonna watch it. And then, where I used to live, like where the curb is right there by Quadrangle, like you could see like stuff right there. First Street Show, like, yeah, yeah, you could see stuff right there. So you could get a nice view right there. And uh, I actually went to a wedding, it was actually a wedding I went to on the fourth a couple years ago. And yeah. uh, the coolest thing, because like at the wedding, um, it was at the Will- well, the, Will- the Sears Tower. Let me not do that. <laughs> it was at the Sears Tower with whatever you want to call it. Oh, who cares? Sir? Whatever you want to call it. So <laughs> I don't even care at this point. Because all, all <laughs> we were like, <laughs> we were like on the ninety-six floor, or whatever, in the Sears Tower. So like, because the wedding happened on Fourth of July. When, um, you know, after like the wedding and the reception and all that, and then it was like dark, and then we were just like looking out over the sea, you could just see all the different fireworks. And that was like really cool, like seeing all, okay, that's the west side over there. That's the north side over here. That's the, you know, you can see like all the different fireworks shows going on and have that aerial view from like 96 floors up. Like that was pretty cool, like looking at all the different neighborhoods celebrating. Weird friends. You said what? I got some weird friends. One of one got married Fourth of July. The other one got married nine eleven. Y'all got some weird ass friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, y'all got some strange friends. <laughs> I know we should get married <laughs> July Fourth. There's nothing going on that day. How about September eleventh? Yeah, like when? Yeah, I think that would be a good memorable day. <laughs> hey, we just show hey. We just show up. <laughs> I mean, next friend's gonna get married on December twenty fifth and shit. We stop. <laughs> and there's people who have gotten married on Christmas, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, huh? What? Nothing going on that day. No. I see some Halloween weddings too. I've seen people, but they were like, I mean, the weekend. But they were kind of like gods, so like it made sense. They were kind of gods, so that's why they got married on Halloween. That makes total sense. Rest in peace, Bushwick Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, Halloween fell on the weekend. <laughs> but that taste of Chicago, that was some sorry shit there. I'm like, yeah, move this shit back to July or something like Yeah, because it just yeah, doesn't... like I don't know if NASCAR is gonna be a regular thing, so the taste might permanently be in September. Yeah, because the NASCAR thing about, they oh yeah, they're coming back. They said they saw they doing it again. They yeah. have a contract with NASCAR for what the next three or four years, something like yeah, that. They signed a you know, they signed one of those big contracts with them. They so might permanently be there, yeah. Because you can't, I think it was you a can't test do it in there. August because Lollapalooza is a free season. Right, Lala is in August. Yeah. Suppose you could, but if you push it at the end of August, it's almost September anyway. So you might, <laughs> if you do it at the end of August. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it might be stuck in September for now, which is the taste. It might have a sorry-ass taste for like the but, next. I mean, September in Chicago is so, 
sketchy. Like the weather is like very sketchy in Chicago. It's right terrible. now it was in the sixties and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was raining. Like it, the rain lifted eventually on that Friday, but it was raining that Friday. It was like raining heavy, and then it lifted, but. Yeah. It's like rain is like sketchy. I mean, like weather is sketchy in Chicago. So mm. you need to figure out a way to like maybe beginning of June. Possibly. Try to do it, yeah. Like like put it on the opposite end, kick off the season with it. Do it like after Memorial Day. Like try right. it at the front of the summer and shit. That mm -hmm. might work better and shit. Yeah. Do like um, yeah, do face Chicago that first, that is that Memorial Day until or, like kick it off there. Or tie it in with this. Tie this is so people are jumping on this day with tie it in with Father's Day slash Juneteenth. Tie it in with that. There's already a lot going on there. <laughs> tie it in with that. I'm just saying. Because you could have like you could bring real men cook again and the tasty. Real men cook could be at the taste. See? <laughs> taste would definitely be a different experience. Or am I thinking, or am I going too much out the box? Am I going too much? Well, let's I mean, we on. got a black mayor, so a black male mayor, so I mean. Brandon, well, he got other way. He got way more to worry about than the take <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> I know, I know. Let that man worry about more important about putting the taste. Let on me not be frivolous. <laughs> yeah. okay. he, do, he does that. Motherfuckers will really be mad and shit. <laughs> All this shit going on. You worried about putting the taste on Juneteenth? <laughs> That's funny. Well, that was also, I thought, but whatever. <laughs> What also is going on? Um, but the fellas are happy about him. The NFL is back, baby. Kicked off this past Thursday. Thursday. Shout out my guy Irk, who's from Detroit. He was waving his um his Lions flag and shit. He's like, "Yeah, we kicking the NFL off. Damn man, we going to the bowl." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> you, <doing so> much. <laughs> you, you know, Detroit. You know, Detroit Negroes are <laughs> Detroit beat Detroit. <laughs> Detroit beat Detroit. So, yeah. We got family in Detroit. That's why we always like laugh because we have family in Detroit. So. I got family, and I got friends there. It's like my we guy Eric in Detroit. Courtney Hicks is Detroit. I got people in Detroit. It's like and I always roast Detroit <laughs> on behalf of them. Like roast in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, hubby was uh definitely enjoying his man cave. Like he was down here and there. He took Khalil oh, that's down. This is the first um, yeah, because like when y'all moved, like it was in the middle of the season. So this mm -hmm. is really the first Black Friday, yeah. NFL season, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, Khalil, you want to watch the football? He's like, Yeah. <laughs> so are you ready for some football? And then Khalil just he didn't even make it. Like he made it like to like the first quarter where they like he I am Thursday night games. That's <laughs> yeah. that's for the diehards, like the Thursday nights. Like most of the casuals, like, yeah, wait till Sunday. Like, we'll watch Sunday. <laughs> Them diehards, yeah. Say, like, oh, we gotta watch the Thursday game too. It's like yeah. Marcus already the kids already know, like, daddy is football season. So once there you're gonna be doing watching football Sunday, Monday. Thursday and Saturday, because college is Saturday. NCAA is Saturday, yeah. <laughs> so they know that daddy watches football four days a week. I'm told I, I totally skipped NCAA. <laughs> it was some good games this week. I I follow the box scores. Yeah, it was some good games this past mm -hmm. weekend. But yeah, yeah, I don't watch college football. Yeah. I don't watch NCAA. I don't watch I don't watch NCAA because they full of shit. It's like yeah, that's all. <laughs> the organization, not and not then, the players. Uh, the players are legit. Like the organization. The organization, is, yeah, it's a money grab. We know that. Right. <laughs> we know it. So they start paying these athletes. I won't support them. <laughs> and then they have the picture and picture and picture, like with the uh, we have YouTube TV. So like they had like the four screens because like when I came out on the TV. And he had the four screens up. I'm like, okay, like this is this is this is your life now. <laughs> this is what's going to be. He must be. Yeah, must, he must be playing fantasy football. That's all the <laughs> fantasy football players do. Because like, you got players on every team. You want to watch every game. When I played <laughs> fantasy, I used to do it like that. <laughs> I'd have like like every game on. <laughs> it's like you watch. He did because he had four different screens up, like the college he might, game. And then he might really be in a fantasy league and shit. Like he just didn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> even tennis was like on one of his screens. Like he even had tennis. Oh, so the U.S. Tennis. Open was this weekend. Congrats yeah, because he had like the, the four screens, and I'm like, okay, I'm like you just Coco Golf. Coco Golf won the U.S. Yeah, Coco, yeah, Coco, yeah. So yeah, big sports weekend basically. Yeah, it was like <laughs> I forgot about that. The U.S. Open went down this weekend. Mm -hmm. So yeah. ladies, if you don't like sports, then you know you might want to. You and might want to. 
And what better way to kick off the NFL season if you're a Bears fan? Bears Packers at Soldier Field, baby? Come on. <laughs> I don't have the results because we're recording this before the game even started. So <laughs> that's what Yeah, because it was a late game. So this, yeah, Bears got the afternoon game, the yeah, three, the three game. o'clock game they end. But uh, we record this before the noon games, actually. Mm-hmm. We're recording this early Sunday before. And yes. only result we have is that Lions-Chief game from Thursday. was 21-21 by the Lions while my guy Irk was celebrating. Say, mm-hmm. yeah, we going to the bowl, baby. <laughs> the interesting thing that I like to point out is that I saw someone post this about they said that opening week, they said it's 14 black quarterbacks. That are starting opening week, and I'm like, hmm. The Bears got one of them, Justin mm-hmm. Fields, baby. And is it the Packers' uh, new uh, quarterback? Isn't he black too? I think. I think so. Yeah, because they trade. Oh, they got two black head to head. Like that's that's something. Like that's like whoa. Like, <laughs> let me look there. Who the hell is? I know they um drafted a quarterback a couple of years ago. I, I think that they saw. Uh, I think they have a black quarterback now. I think. Shows you I ain't die hard. I forgot the brother's name and shit. Mm-hmm. So like my NFL, like in my NFL, it, it my it um, I'm still I'm still into it. I'm not as into it as I was like five six years ago because mm-hmm. it, Bears had a long losing stress sucking streak. <laughs> Bears haven't been good since Lovey Smith left. Basically, like yeah, that was a long time ago. Like, yeah, like the Devin Hester when he was running back. Yeah, that's the last. <laughs> time I was really go. Yeah, yeah. he would just take off. Yeah. And then um a lot happened then, like then like the Kaepernick stuff happened like up in there. So a lot of people that turn on both sides that turned people off. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if um if you wit if you're a wit cap, you got turned off, so oh, it's racist and all of that shit. And if you were against it as cap, you're like, Hey, I just want to watch football. I don't care about this political stuff. So right. it turned people off on both sides of Kaepernick mm-hmm. stuff. So <laughs> NFL like took some hits like during all of that and shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um yeah, but to me, it was more than it was not just the cap stuff. It was more about to me with my sports fandom, I can't watch bad teams for too long because you lose. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's it's hard to watch that shit. It's like it, you can't watch a team get they like you can't watch the Bears lose like 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 thirteen games every year. It's, it's like, it it starts getting to you. It's like okay, why am I even watching this bullshit? It's like it's like it starts getting to you after a while. <laughs> And like so, um, but I'm um I'm encouraged about this current team. They've mm-hmm. made some um they made some nice off season moves. So, mm-hmm. and they got the Packers. So yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, definitely take them down, and they uh and they home because we uh, we at uh, Green Bay. So take them down, take them down, <laughs> take them down. Should be fun. Make a statement. That's why I say if you could come out, make a statement. You can win on the road, and you're oh, no no no. They had Soldier Field. Oh, they had Soldier Field. I thought they were away. No, nah, they playing at Soldier Field. Oh, well, okay. the, well, Soldier Field is going to be a road game pretty soon. <laughs> Arlington Heights is going to be the home team, damn it. <laughs> well, but they said that now it's like it's not a definite thing because now they're trying to make it interesting now because they said that Brandon Johnson is like trying to. He's make that work. Work yeah. magic with and like now they're open. They're I, gotta, gonna... I gotta see this though. It's like because um, the they Bears, the Bears already bought the land. It's like that's where to me like um, that's when it became real in this bitch. It's like it was they talking... bought the land, but it's a hiccup with that now. It's a hiccup now, so it's not like, ready to move forward. Allegedly, is like that's um more <laughs> like the that's like the Irish Heights people try to get more money. That's all that is. It's a money grab. It's like yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, pay, pay us off. We'll let you continue. So you know how politics Because I'm in, because uh, like I go out to, I go out that way, like for work sometimes. I'm like out by Arlington Heights. So. And yeah. they tore down the, the racetrack. So now, like, yeah, it's like shit. The ball is in motion, like, um, with stuff. Yeah. I don't think that probably don't have nothing to do with the bear because the racetrack has been torn down. I've been yeah, the like, racetrack has been yeah. that they tore it down. Like it's just like um people under my Chicago groups I'm on in Facebook. They said the final remnants of the old Arlington Heights racetrack. Like, yeah, so it's like and it's like just rubble and shit. Yeah. So that the racetrack is also that's moving forward that part on that end and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to just know like what would be like the plan because the big thing is that they like they want the stadium. They need more space that they need the stadium. Yeah, they watched that rebuild. It's like the, um mm-hmm. like the new Soldier Field got less seats than the old Soldier. How do you, where they do that at? 
y'all got less capacity. You're supposed to get more capacity when you mm -hmm. redo, but like this new version is like somehow it got less seats than the original Soldier Field. And then they was like they didn't put the dome on that they should have put a dome yeah, on because yeah or like yeah retractable like make it like, retractable yes yeah, so, i mean yeah the retractable yeah, yeah. you could have options open it like now is a nice day you could have it open but like, we live in chicago it closed it's like yes yeah, so, yeah we live in chicago it gets yeah. cold it's been days where and i'm so glad like i remember when marcus and i first got married he was trying to go to the cowboys bears game because it was it would have been monday night football and he wanted to go to that game and we like it didn't happen to whatever, obviously, in there. That so. day, That's why it didn't happen. He's <laughs> like, I'm not going to that shit. <laughs> it happened to be, because I was like, it was like in November, and I'm like, it's going to be freaking cold. And it happened to be the coldest day of the year at that point. It was like single-digit temperature outside. Single-digit, actual temperature was single digits. And I was like, and you would have had me outside in that? Like, no. Like, like that when um they were basically giving tickets away is like, um, it was like it was last year, a year before, like it was like one of them super cold days, like that with a Bears play. It was like a, a, a cold advisory, like you know, like one of those days. And um, tickets are like twenty dollars to go. I was like, even if you, even if you paid me twenty dollars, I wouldn't go to that game. It's like, oh, like, it's like, like, fuck that. It's like, even if you gave me money to go to that <laughs> game, I'm not going. <laughs> I can't sit out. Like my rule is, past October, I'm not. I have to. If I do go to a game, it has to be. By October, I have to go like early season. I can't sit outside. I can't. Yeah, tickets for the December 9th game, twenty dollars. I'm like, I'm still yeah. not going. I'm not going. Yeah. All going for twenty dollars. <laughs> so, I'll be watching at home <laughs> in my nice warm house. <laughs> in my nice warm home. actual temp, single digits and negative windshields. I'm not sitting out there in that shit. <laughs> See, that's what I say. I'm not a diehard like that and shit. I ain't sitting out there like that. <laughs> Super mm -hmm. cold. And shit. But NFL season, week one, baby. Yeah. So waiting to see um what these Bears got on the agenda this year. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Hey, I'm excited though. I'm excited for football, even though like basketball is more my sport. You know, got at least a month and a half before we get. I watch football. I do. Like I will. I do enjoy it. Like I'll sit and I'll watch the games with Marcus, and I'll sit with him and Kaya. And like since we have like the man cave now, it's like I'll come down and I'll I'll sit and I'll watch. You know, whatever. And peek at it. Oh, well, yeah. We mentioned a few minutes ago. Congratulations, Coco Goff won the U.S. Open. That was um a big deal. Yeah. Nineteen years old. Yeah. <laughs> Looking up for um yeah, first career win, her first major title win. Let's say yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, she's the next one up. So now Serena, like, I need you to come out retired. <laughs> like, you know how the greats are. The greats oh. are like, yeah, I got it. Guess, guess who is making a comeback? Naomi Osaka. Naomi saw because she said next year she'll be yeah, back. She had her baby, and now she's like, okay, now it's ready to get back to work. She's coming back 2024. Mm -hmm. So there we go. Coco versus Naomi is like, there we go. <laughs> There's the battle right there. Maybe we'll definitely, um, you know, we'll definitely keep her on her toes, like, you know, like getting up and chasing around like especially once that baby gets to be walking you know you gotta keep up with that baby so yeah because her and baby Courtney, they got a little girl yeah they just had to mm -hmm. she'll definitely be running after that baby <laughs> but i'm ready i mean i'm just i feel like it's like a really good shift in like sports and stuff just in general i feel like it's like a nice like I said, I'm excited. I think I might have an Olympics wife party next year. I'm just being honest. Like, I'm excited about these Olympics. <laughs> 2024 Olympics. Y'all might do a watch party. Like, I think I might do one. <laughs> like, let's watch the Olympics at my house. <laughs> I might do it. But yeah, good deal. Good deal. UFC 293 was Saturday night. It was a big sports weekend. It's like <laughs> oh. big sports weekend went down this way. Oh yeah, I did hear Mark say something about the UFC, but uh, he doesn't really do like the UFC. Not a fight. big UFC guy, yeah. Yeah, because like, he'll do the boxing, like he'll or like the big like boxing with combat guys. sports is like you usually either one or the other. So it's like some gray area, of course, in there. Mm -hmm. like, um, I, um, I got more into the UFC probably because I've done MMA and um, right. And it's just like yeah, it's more action. Like boxing had fell off for a while. It's coming back. 
boxing wasn't good for like close to a decade. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, UFC, you got like cats getting knocked out in like 14 seconds. Okay, like ah, uh, or and, and the kick in the face, the kick in <laughs> is like boxing does like so. I got into UFC then while and plus I was doing it as well too. I was like doing my work. I was at the UFC gym down um and um was it uh yeah in North yeah that North not West Loop is like yeah the but yeah it was West Loop yeah that the, the studio mm -hmm. was West Loop, yeah I was doing workouts there and shit so it was nice. uh, I got into UFC more really during that time and that was like mm -hmm. the prime era of UFC too it's like it's like before Connor fell off and shit he fell off now. it's like during that era and um John Jones for the drugs kicked in on him and shit. It's like Ronda Rousey was still around, and it was like it was like prime UFC, like when I was really into it. <laughs> Daniel Cormier, let's go. You don't know any of these names. <laughs> I don't know any of these names. Anderson Splatter Silva, the goat. Let's go. <laughs> this is like prime UFC, like that. <laughs> you know Ronda Rousey. And I know Ronda Rousey. I know her. You heard of them. I know, I know Conor McGregor and Ronda Rousey. Those are the only names. That's about as every. Even if you don't watch, you know them because they both are controversial, especially McGregor. <laughs> That's about as deep as my UFC knowledge goes. It's like those two, only because they were in the news. Like you start naming other people, I'm like, I don't know. This was prime UFC, but yeah. And now, like a lot of them have retired or moved on to other stuff. So, like, yeah. Now, so now UFC is in a bit of a rebuild, but like now boxing is rising back up. So, it's oh. like, yeah, balance, yeah. It's like boxing is like, um, it's gotten interesting again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Boxing wasn't good for the longest time. I guess because I come from the era like with uh like to me Tyson, that's like prime boxing to me. It's like, like that's yes. when I think boxing, I think of that era. Tyson, like, yeah. Tyson and shit is like was when I was really into boxing and shit. Mm -hmm. And then even after Tyson, you still had like like Holyfield, um, Lennox Lewis, Lance Lewis, yeah. Oh, like it was still like yeah, like the heavyweight division was on fire during that time. It's like it's like heavyweight boxing was like the shit during that time. <laughs> and then all of them, yeah, just got old. It's like I'm saying. Yeah. But then you had Floyd after them, like the next um, he was like, Yeah, he wasn't heavyweight, but um he He's was the next, yeah. next exciting boxer, like the Floyd, and then you had that Pacquiao. Pacquiao. Alvarez. Like, that was like the most boring fight. Like I was so mad about that fight. <laughs> we were that, that fight could have never lived up to the hype because I was so mad. I'm still mad about it. Could have never lived up, it could have never lived up to the hype. <laughs> it had too much anticipation. That's why. Yeah. You thought it was gonna be the greatest fight of all time, and like, and I gotta rewatch the fight. Like, my fight might have not even been that bad. It's just, uh, it just wasn't the greatest fight of all time. It's like, it was it not good. That hype. It's like, it was not a good fight. It wasn't. Not to me. It wasn't. <laughs> I only watched it the one time. I gotta rewatch it. Like, yeah, it wasn't that good when fight. I watched it, was like at your house. Like, it was like twenty five other motherfuckers there. So like, <laughs> I watch it alone and see like concentrate. <laughs> Might have not been that bad of a fight. I just only watched Ariana was a baby, so that was like my reason. I was like, well, so let's have the fight party, and then people can see the new baby. So that was like my motivation. <laughs> but it wasn't a good fight to be. It wasn't. Roy Jones <laughs> around in the nineties too. I just thought about him, Roy Jones. So yeah, nineties boxing was the best. Yeah, nineties boxing was good. Eighties and nineties, like eighties was still good too. Cause you had mm -hmm. like. Ray and like um Tommy Hearns and uh, Marvin Tommy Harris. <laughs> Martin too was like eighties yeah. <laughs> and nineties boxing was the best. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was a different feel for like that era. Yeah, like we too young for the thriller in Manila. We don't know about that. Yeah, so <laughs> can't speak on um uh, on Ali Frazier like uh, <laughs> that was before. Time all of that and like and George Foreman like all of that was yeah that was way George, before us. George's comeback I remember that that when he was like my age in the nineties he made a comeback and said, that George Foreman grills is the way I know George Foreman mostly for it's like him selling grills that's what I know I know his nineties comeback when he was like he it was my and looked like me too like he was like flabby and shit it's like, it's like, <laughs> right in, it's like he was bald and flabby right in, like, in the night but won the title though and shit so he was still a bad motherfucker even like that. <laughs> Remember he had a sitcom in the 90s, remember? Yeah, it was during the time. That was during his 90s comeback. Yeah, he had a TV show and was still boxing all at the same time. And probably started making grills. That probably was all going on at the same time. So, I think Cheryl yeah, Ralph played his wife on the Cheryl show. Cheryl Ralph was his wife on the show. It was before Moesha. Before she got Moesha. Like 94, 95, yeah. pre Moesha. 
No, we should start about 96 or something. Yeah, like well, you should start at 96. Yeah. So this is before that, yeah. Before <laughs> like that, was like, he won the title like during that time. So yeah. Gosh. It was like old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he was like 53. Like how he looks now, which it basically like he looked <laughs> he didn't look like prime George. He looked like how he looks now. <laughs> So basically, he hasn't aged in 30 years. He still looks the same as he did. So the bottom line is that when you think something's out of reach, it may not be out of reach. Yeah, George Foreman won the title of like 50, so there you go. Yeah, he was in his 50s. So it's never too late. That's the lesson here. It's never too late. <laughs> I guess he almost wanted to redeem himself because he got knocked the fuck out by Ali back in the day. So he's like, hey, <laughs> I got to make a comeback. It's 20 years later. And Ali is like he can't do nothing. He was like, like he was totally sick by then, like by the nineties. Right. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I'm gonna come back and shit. I'm, I gotta redeem myself. I can't go out like that, damn it. Yeah. And yeah, one time, and did he? George Foreman, shout out George. <laughs> but yeah, we took you down a history lesson. And those non-sports fans are like, shut the fuck up with all this, <laughs> especially this old ass boxing shit. Yeah, y'all talking about it. <laughs> I said to make fun of the uh, Thriller in Manila because that's all the old people like boomers talk about the Thriller in Manila. <laughs> so I have to laugh at it. Like 1970, whatever it came out. Like, I don't think it was 75 or something. So it was like a long time ago. I wasn't thought of. So it's like, yeah, it was very, very much a long time ago. Frazier. And I've only I've seen that fight on HBO, like um on the like the, the, the old, like, you know, they, they run the classics, like, so. Yeah, I seen the fight. I watched it later. Like, of course, we way late, like within the last couple of years later. I mean, like, I just watched that fight. I saw the reenactment and Ali. <laughs> oh, with Will Smith and shit. With Will Smith, I saw the Will Smith version, the reenactment. Chris Rock should have played Joe Frazier in that shit. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> well, I saw the reenactment at the Oscars in Investor Case. <laughs> A mess. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my lord. Oh, uh, if we are going to go down, I want to open up another rabbit hole that I went down that I saw recently. So we all know that uh, last week, I mean, the hive. It was B day because it was Beyonce's birthday, and uh, what I saw that was interesting, uh, like I heard concert at her birthday concert you know she like shout out all the members of Destiny's Child like even like the two original Latoya and Latavia and everything so then I saw Destiny's Child before, before you go further did Farah get a shout probably not who <laughs> <laughs> who you said all members <laughs> she doesn't count she she doesn't like this is why she doesn't count because uh she did a couple of concerts. She's not on any of the vocals of Riders on the Wall or Survivor. Her vocals are now on neither one of those albums. She sang on either album. She never sang on either she album. Was she was hired after the first album was completed, and she was fired before they started recording the next album. So. Correct. So that's why she doesn't count. But uh, <laughs> but uh, when she shot them or whatever, and then I saw a website then when I clicked on it, it said Desi's Child's 25th anniversary. When I clicked on it, it said new website coming. So now the rumors are stirring. Are is Desi's well, Child planning a tour? Tour or music, one of the two. I want a tour. Like I'm gonna say, as a as a, a old ass millennial, us old ass millennial girls, we love some Desi's Child. So. I think that, you know, we all have jobs now. We can afford, we can actually go and buy these tickets. So <laughs> get the DC five, all five members. I want to see all five. Beyonce, Kelly, Michelle, Latoya, Latavia. Get all five of them on the stage and make it happen because the Ryan's on the Wall was such an iconic album. The album came out during my senior year of high school and I was still bumping it when I went to college. And so they that never was got a proper album. tour with that album. Cause like mm -hmm. during that the tour, that's when that much um Latoya and Latavi got fired during that tour. Yeah, all the bullshit happened. Yeah, yeah. so like um they never really got a proper tour of the original right. child, but the for that writings on the wall album, mm -hmm. it went from like four girls to two girls, like like mid tour or something like that. Like they got fired. Right. Before, like. mm -hmm. Cause I went down rabbit hole and I saw uh they were in was it Amsterdam? Like I saw some unreleased footage of uh. 
when their album first came out, it was when the Riders of the Wall first came out and they did uh You're all four of them, yeah. Mm-hmm, they did so good. They did Bills, 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 obviously. They did Bugaboo, they did Get on the Bus. Um, yeah, they were just doing like, and I had never seen that uh concert from Amsterdam. I was like, oh, this is nice. I'm like, okay. And just looking at them, I'm like, what could have been? By the time they got back to America, it was just Beyonce and Kelly. They had lost, they had lost two other girls overseas somewhere. <laughs> I'm like, what? But by, that's it's like a great mystery. What could have been if Desi, if Latoya and Latavia never got fired, let go from the group? What would that have? What would have been the outcome of everything? Because just looking at the four of them, they had, they all had the stage present, like watching. All of them, all of them has had so they have great stage presence. They had good harmonies. They had they had been friends since they were little girls. So they had that great chemistry. And I'm like, what could have been if they never, if it never split? Not taking anything away from Michelle, because I think Michelle did a great job coming in. Michelle Perfect. did a great job. Yeah. yeah, not taking away anything from her. And Michelle killed some bridges. Michelle did kill some bridges on them Desi Shaw saw. She did good on them bridges. But just looking at the original four members, I'm like, I I, I want a concert. I want a tour. <laughs> so Desi's child, come on, make it happen. For us old millennials, make it happen. Get this tour. This would be our tour. This would be for us. Shout out Latoya who um who played on um on Raising Canaan. She was on there, she was on Raising <laughs> Canaan last season. <laughs> I was looking, I was like, yeah, Latoya, because you know she's older now and now I was like, yeah. And then I love so, like, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, and it's all up there. Like I said, all that stuff. I mean, because you have to think about when they had the fallout, they were they were very young. They were like 18, 19. They were very young. Yes, I know, yes, know they're getting older. Latoya was she was playing a mother role on Raising Canaan. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> yeah, Desi said like, we're in our forties. Like they're the same age as me. Like we're all in our forties. Mother of a teenage girl and shit, basically. So there you go. <laughs> so yes. yeah. So she's she's, a, she's, in a, she's officially in mother role now. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a teenager in me in your forties. Playing mother roles now. So well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I want it to happen. I want it to happen. Like. Come on, make it happen. DC five. We want to see the five members. Said so, no shade. Fire doesn't count. <laughs> but we want to see the five. Not let you shit on fire, right? As far as makes a surprise appearance at the end of the show. No, no. <laughs> I no. Ovation and shit. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna start a chant. We want fire. <laughs> People be like, who is fire? <laughs> <laughs> Farrah, I'm sure. No one remembers her. <laughs> Won't let you shit on fire. <laughs> no one remembers her though. But that's my excitement of me. I'm like, I, I man, when I saw that, I started playing my writings on the wall. I put it on my Spotify. I was like, let me play my writings on the wall. And I start letting that album roll and having some great memories. Ariana was looking like, what are you? I'm like, this is Beyonce's group before she went solo because she just knows Beyonce as Beyonce. Yeah, it's just like when uh, <laughs> Jackson 5, us and we're little, it was like, yeah, well, this is Michael before. He went so, this is before Off the Wall and Thriller. Right, before Off the Wall and Thriller because by the time we were, it was like, it was Thriller for me, Off the Wall for you, yeah, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Jacksons were still around for off the wall, but like it was by then, it was all about Michael. It was like it was, yeah, it was there, but nobody really cared. It's like yeah, it was Michael. And after Thriller, they pretty much broke up after that. It's like, <laughs> but yeah, they were still hanging around then. But it was like it was Michael on <laughs> oh, Michael. Oh, those are his brothers. It was like and those are his brothers. Five <laughs> were still a thing, but the Jacksons were still a thing, but nobody cared about it. <laughs> It was all about Michael by then. <laughs> but it's like that while I'm playing like old Michael Jackson, the ja- <laughs> playing Jackson five tracks. It's like, yeah, this is Michael's group before. <laughs> right. Before he went solo and shit. <laughs> playing I'll Be There and shit like that. I'll be there. Dance, dancing machine and shit like that. Doom, 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 doom. Oh, man. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <And> that shit. <laughs> This way in the music, we can stay in music. Uh, Diddy gave back the rights to his, uh, uh, gave back the rights to the musicians. To um, yeah, 
He gave to um yeah his bad boy artists like whether it's Mace um the Locks um Faith Evans Faith Evans um Biggie's Estate yeah. Mm -hmm. It was hundred million dollars up. It was a lot. He gave back. Yeah. Publishing and I mean it's been mixed reviews about it. Like what do you think about it? Because like some people are praising and some people are like it's always a good thing <laughs> when the artist gets a publishing back. Yeah. So yeah. I don't see um. Some people just don't like Sean Diddy Combs. That's all that is. <laughs> <laughs> he could cure cancer and motherfuckers would still like have something negative. <laughs> so you just don't like that motherfucker and shit. <laughs> I think that it is a step towards doing the right thing because we saw what happened like when Mace called him out and I was just like, eee. Because when Diddy, I forgot how it even started. Because Diddy was about somebody not doing that. Mace was like, well, you did the same thing to me. And Mace was like, let me stop here talking about because it was like some artist that did something with that. And then Diddy jumped in that conversation and Mace jumped in and said, well, you wanted to talk because you did to me, basically, because he wasn't letting Mace get his rights back. And you're publishing for what people don't understand is that's your catalog. That's... Yeah. You own the music is like um whoever owns the publishing basically owns that music. It's like yeah. That's the whole controversy back in the eighties with Michael Jackson. He bought the Beatles publishing. The Beatles, yeah. He did that back in the eighties. And like so basically, like you own the rights to that music, you could do whatever you want with it. It's like mm -hmm. so basically let's say uh for example, let's say that um Ford wants to use your music for a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. We know how much Super Bowl commercials make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know what they do, them, them Super Bowl commercial. Let's say that um, 2K, whatever, the new 2K wants to use your music on their video game. Yeah. Or another one where yeah. it's like um, <laughs> with your, um, your beliefs and um, like your political and stuff beliefs, it can affect that. It's like, let's say I own like your catalog and um, I can license your music to let, like, like Trump could use it during his campaign. It's yeah, like, you might there be anti Trump, there's nothing you could do about it. So, so yeah. your music is playing all in all the Trump's commercials, there's nothing you could do about mm -hmm. that. It's like, you don't own the rights to that. It's like, yeah, well, I license mm -hmm. it. Yeah, you could play it in the commercial. And all you got to do is just, you can sit there and look dumb, is all you can do. It's like that. Like that. Well, <laughs> so that's why it is important if you can't own your publishing. Like, it is some artists that do own their publishing, like, uh, Quite a few of them do. Yeah. Um, like a big one I saw, because uh, Russell Wilson bought his for Sierra. He bought her publishing for her. So, you know, he got to his wife. So she was able to get her publishing. Um, I think Ashanti, doesn't she have her publishing? I think I now. Ashanti, something with Murder Inc. I'm not sure. I got to look at something. Um, I, I, I think it was some loophole that she ended up, she got around. I think that she just was able to acquire it recently. Like she just was able to acquire her, her publishing recently. Snoop Dogg, um, he bought Death Row, so he owns his Paul, his yeah. um, publishing from that because he bought, he just like bought last year, he he bought the whole label, but mm -hmm. he owns Death Row now. So that means he has publishing that came with. It. So yeah, so he bought. We his, had no business thinking that song, but whatever. <laughs> we just I think it. De La Soul just got the rights to theirs, which is why their music is streaming now. I think, yeah. Uh huh. Because um for years like De La Soul's catalog was missing like yeah, on um all streaming on Spotify, Tidal, all that yeah, on the streaming missing, services. Yeah. yeah. So like I think Jess like which is unfortunate because right before it's about to start streaming like one of them died yeah so he yeah. never um got to see that yeah but like the others are still yeah so they I think they just got the rights to it like I think this year like early in twenty twenty. Mm -hmm. Very important to get your publishing. Yeah. Extremely important. So I mean I think it's a good thing. And I hope that more people follow suit to that because I would I hope somebody put uh, puts I that in the contract. It's like um I think after it's just like how like um stuff goes into the public domain after a certain amount of time. I think after mm -hmm. a certain amount of time, it should go back to the artist, the publisher. Yeah, people, like fight for that. It's like most artists don't because like most artists are like unknown. It's like you throw them a check. It's like you just gonna take the check and not even yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I'm going to read this contract. Sign and this, yeah, and this um $250,000 is yours. Sign it's yours. It. Like, yeah. Well, I sign it. Looking like new editions, mamas. Exactly. <laughs> Looking like that. Well, instead the of just still the project like, nah, like, after, um, Yeah, after 10 years, I get all rights to publishing. Like, have that in the contract. It's like, yeah, well, yo, you have it for 10 years, the label. After that, it, it, it reverses. It comes back to me. After I think that would be a fair thing. Yeah. 
I mean, I said we're not lawyers or anything, but I think that that well, was... Yeah, and um, and the label didn't make, like, yeah, and that's probably when you're going to make most of your sales you know, it's during that first 10 years, so you made a shitload of money. After that, it should come back to the artist. It's like, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> that's like, I'm, yeah, I'm just a schmuck and shit talking on a podcast right now, but that's how I feel it should be. <laughs> like, so, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I think that actually would be a good thing to do because it would bring some balance back because we always hear the thing about the music industry being so corrupt and so dirty and underhanded and all that. And like I said, we've seen it reenacted. And seventh day, like I said my first thought is the new edition story when those boys were still living in the projects and you were on a world tour. Yeah. Like I was like, how? I was like, I did, how, Sway? That was just, I was like, how? And then you explained like, well, <laughs> you're like, well, in the industry or TLC, like I said, left eye. Here's how a group can sell 10 million records and be broke. And left eye broke down that whole thing. Straight out of Compton, they showed that as well, too. Well, like, uh -huh. so I'm, I'm not signing that shit. He knew it was some bullshit. He knew it was some bullshit. Guy signed the ruthless contract with Cube. Like, he got out of it. <laughs> yeah. why, why do you think that Cube and Dre did the best? <laughs> why do you think they still, why do you think that they're still here? I mean, obviously, Easy passed on, obviously, years ago, but, you know, but why do you think that Cube and Dre are. Yeah. They're red and them are kind of, you know, yellow and shit. <laughs> yellow. Just saying. Cube got his own basketball league. Yeah, it. been a big three. <laughs> and then he had this production, Cube Vision. Yeah. He's done a lot of movies, you know. He, yeah. Cube and he is still doing, makes music occasionally. Yeah. yeah. Cube is doing, he's doing all right and passed on the knowledge to his son, next generation, because his son is carving out his own career. So, I mean, he passed on some knowledge to his son. So, well, quite the wrestling fan, too. I've, I've learned that while so following his social media, <laughs> heavily in the WWE. I was like, oh, who knew it? So, I'm surprised <laughs> if O'Shea Jr. like shows up on like Raw or SmackDown, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shows up and like he's part of the show, like, yeah, because he's quite the wrestling fan. I was like, oh, okay. He was talking about like, and he's talking about stuff I knew. It wasn't just like like surface stuff. He went deep. I was like, oh, he's actually watching the show and shit. He mentions the stuff that just happened like two weeks ago. So I just <laughs> watches the show. <laughs> but yeah, I think that that would be an actual good yeah. Like after ten years, then it's can... like um, it reverts back to the um the. The song, the the original, yeah, the artist, yeah. You think about as an artist, you have to be looking like ooh because uh, uh, Skilo, the I wish guy, yeah. uh, his commercial, his song played in commercial like some years, like maybe about ten years ago, or whatever. I forgot what it was a big car company, and I remember I wish I was a little. That song was playing in that car ad, <laughs> and I was like. Like, I wonder, like, I don't know if he ever was able to get his publishing or not. I don't know what hit, what became of him or whatnot, but I um, knows, like, I doubt it, but who knows? Like, I don't know what his, um, what who owns that song is like, but another I imagine that you're looking at it and you see, like, I wish I was, you see that your song playing on this ad for this yeah. big commercial, and you're like, <laughs> What's the name? You used to talk about that years ago. People made fun of him because he was so flamboyant. Like Little Richard used to talk about that all the time. Yeah. They used to like use his They song. stole a lot from him. They stole a lot from him. Yeah. And he talked about that all the time in the 80s. Like, yeah, like they just, mm -hmm. I didn't get paid for that. I didn't get paid. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Because <laughs> how many people do Tutti Frutti? Oh, Rudy. We yeah, all need that song. Thousand TV commercials and all of that. And like cartoons. Yeah. Like, cartoons. Like, the Muppet Babies probably them is making that up. Like, it's like you know, like they probably like sang that song on one of those Muppet Babies or Alvin and the Chipmunks. Alvin and Chipmunks. probably was them. Yeah, one of them made it, and Little Richard didn't see none of that. He got none of that. Those are two shows where they sing on. So, like, I'm sure a Little Richard song was saying it. A lot of 50s throwbacks on Alvin and the Chip. They did a lot of that type of Cause stuff. It was that because that was like the you know, like that was the resurgence by then, by the mm -hmm. 80s, the 50s and 60s. 50s and cool, 60s were the resurgence, cool yeah. During that time, it's like, yeah, so like you saw which why happy days was on the air, like set in the 50s because <laughs> and back to the future set in the 50s because mm -hmm. that was the resurgence during the 80s. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was during that time. But um Lil Richard used to talk about that all the time. Oh, he didn't get all the time he did. Another guy who laughed at him but i mean he was so, right and another guy who didn't get paid either was uh he just who he just lost recently miss everybody clap your hands you used to hear that like at every arena it's like all the 
Casper didn't get none of that because yeah, I don't know who owned the publishing to that record, but he wasn't getting, he wasn't getting that money though. So yeah, they played all the sports game. Everybody clap your hands. Yeah, you go to the ball, you hear that. Yeah, Casper mm -hmm. wasn't getting that money, which is unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'll say ten years you should get your public. I think that that is a fair thing. Like, so how do we get that into um contracts? Like, can we? Is it's it gonna take like um, it's gonna take an artist that the label really, 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 really wants and shit to be like, nope. In order to sign me, you gotta agree to this. It's gonna take somebody that's ballsy that's like gonna tell like to shove that check up your ass and shit. Yes, it'd be the next uh Beyonce, Prince, Michael Jackson, basically. Yeah. <laughs> somebody like on that level, you know what I mean? It'd be like wants you and it's like, okay, yeah, you sign me, but I get my publishing after 10 years. It's like, yeah, mm -hmm. it's gonna have to take the label, like really wanting to sign this artist to agree to that. Mm -hmm. yeah. But we shall see. Like on your shit. Own your shit, please. Own ownership, yeah. <laughs> Own it. All about that. Okay. We saw we talked about BET already. It's like still not gonna be black owned, like Viacom said, and now we're gonna hold on to it. And they're like everybody was trying to get their hands on that. <laughs> Diddy, Tyler Perry, 50 Cent, Byron Allen. It's like it was so many like moguls that wanted it and shit. But with all these black moguls, like I think it should be like a mogul. Thing you know where it's like they all are like connected. It should be like some mogul network where like all of these billion slash billionaires slash multi millionaires should like just have like their own. What's the name? I could see him on the network. He's like everywhere. Like Steve Harvey is like. There you go. They're on the uh, thing. Yeah, they yeah. should just have it. Yeah. Should, and like, Tyler Perry is already all over BET anyway. Yeah, like, he, all the like, shows play with BET. He got so many BET shows and shit. Yeah, it would make sense for him to own the shit. That's why he was the front runner. Shit, yeah, but mm -hmm. Viacom pulled the deal off the table. They said, nah, we're going to hold on to it. It's a, it's a damn shame. Are <laughs> you going to be BET and, like, and the B doesn't own it, like I said? <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense. Also, what doesn't make sense is I shift gears. We ain't doing this. As a gun guy, is like um some bullshit going on in New Mexico. I don't know if you saw this. Oh gosh, no! I didn't <laughs> Mexico governor um is suspending the right to carry firearms for thirty days. It's like yeah, so um so this has been getting some fucking traction across the country. It's like yeah, for the hmm. pro gun people, it's like because basically um you're violating people's um second amendment right. That's so, yeah. It's like yeah. <laughs> Is in there is like yeah because is there a reason why you're just doing this <laughs> like what's the reason oh, behind you know the real reason you just want to you don't want motherfuckers to have guns but like saying that well there's a lot of violence you're trying to occur but like the violence is not from legal gun owners that's what these assholes don't understand it's like it's from like the illy the criminals are the ones that are shooting mm -hmm. motherfuckers who got through street guns and street shit guns. Like not guns that are purchased not, at a they're not going to a gun shop. shop and taking a concealed carry class they're not the right. one crimes it's like yeah I, i'm a concealed carry girl and i don't um commit crimes and shit yeah. and as do most like gun owners like the criminals are the ones that are like out here robbing folks they're not taking the fucking 16 hour concealed carry class and shit they just going like to the hood hey yeah they're like going to sweets and shit they're like, going to sweets i'm saying they're doing the juice they go to sweets sweets like yeah, bishop baby, you um, and raheem, like raheem and q did it's like what's the sweets it's like, <laughs> i got about 20 dollars yeah yeah, baby, you came to get a slingshot. <laughs> so your mama said hi. <laughs> she gave him the little gun. Little gun is like this size. He's like... <laughs> whatever her name was. Hey, man, Diane said whatever her name was. It was like she had like a regular day. Sweet. <laughs> she, had the, she had a refrigerator with Uzis and uh, Tech Nines and that motherfucking shit. Thanks. <laughs> But that's what the people are going to the the plug. They going to the or like Dr. Dre and um said all oh. yeah, Dre and shit. That's what you going to gun plug. Black Sam. That was his name. Black Sam. Black they going Sam. to Black Sam. Like Luther went to Black Sam and the girl like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> they going to Sweet Sandra Black Sam. They're not going to like. Hey, I'm gonna go to this. Not club. going to fucking um Chuck's gun shop and um <laughs> in the <Dabs>. south suburbs. <laughs> in, yeah, Indiana. They going to Dabs. <laughs> Not going to Pelters in Lansing. Good damn it. And now he's going to do the legal way to do it. Yeah, shit. Well, you get a background check and then um, mm -hmm. and you got to take a class just to carry the shit. It's like, no, like, mm -hmm. one of those plug and shit. That's. It's in background checks, they 
<laughs> the background checks come back. They do. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. They definitely do background check and shit, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, and you're making the streets less safe when you just you don't realize it is like you making shit less safe. It's like because yeah. now only the criminals have guns and shit. It's like yeah. It's now something purge. happens, I can't even defend myself. It's like now yeah. it's gonna be the purge, basically. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I, really yeah. think the criminals are gonna read this like yeah a 30 day ban like oh let me, let me leave my let me leave my illegal gun at let home me, let me like, my <laughs> up. <laughs> no let me not go to the gun plug today and shit is like <laughs> you think luther's not gonna go to the gun plug after he stole the money out of the vent no he's going straight to big sam <laughs> 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 That's the first thing he did. He said, "Let me go get me a gun." Like, which makes sense. It's like yeah. I found two hundred and fifty. Like, don't know what it was like Cleo and them. It could have been like some mobsters that left. It could have been some mobsters. He said, "Let me go get a gun." It could have been some uh, Crips of Bloods because they were in L.A. Yeah, you don't know where that money could have been. Some essays. It could have been you know, anybody. Yeah, like, get him a piece and shit. He's like, yeah. Leave me a piece. Like, yeah, I, I found three hundred thousand dollars. I'm getting the hell out of Dodge. <laughs> and and went and got him a gun. It's like yeah, that's mm -hmm. why because Dre was like yeah, that's why that fool was acting crazy. Yeah, because he he came like yeah, hey, I need a gun. He probably was acting weird and suspicious. <laughs> yeah, what's that you erratic. What you need? Need some real quick? Hey, right now. It's like I gotta go. It's like yeah. hello. Like that, yeah. That's why that fool was acting crazy and shit. But now he messing with my money and shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think that that's dumb, though. I mean, and it's unconstitutional. So, oh uh, yeah, like the um the gun community has been outraged. They're like, yeah, it's gonna be. If I lived in New Mexico, I would I'll be part of the class action suit. Uh -huh. like, gonna sue the state? It's like, yeah, I'd be part of that shit. So <laughs> my thing is how like. How are you running for these offices and you even know how the constitution works? Like, like that's like you can't just do that shit. It's like, like did you not pass civics? <laughs> did you not take the constitution test? Like Gibbs and shit back in the day. Shit. I mean, we had civics. We had to pass the like to graduate eighth grade. You have to pass the constitution test yeah. back in like, no back in my era. You had that. to do that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's true now, but I know when I was eighth grade, I had to do that. Absolutely. Miss Gibbs, damn it. <laughs> Mr. Hexen. <laughs> we remember the teacher that we took that class. <laughs> so it's like, how do you not know? Like, how do you not know that? And you run for an office. Like, I, I don't get that. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, I don't it's, understand. Um, <laughs> funny, like, I, I, I was on the comments on social media about that is like, um, and it never applies to them. It's like, yeah. So are you gonna tell your um your personal security to stop carrying their guns? It's like that part. It only applies to the citizens, the peasants. Yeah, like you can. I can have guns, but you can't. It's like yeah. You know that uh, Richardson meme with the people are, like looking down with the. <laughs> looking it applies down, to only uh, their monocles. Like yeah, falling. Commoners. <laughs> it doesn't apply for us, you commoners, you yeah. peasants. You're beneath me. <laughs> no way. I mean, every every governor in this in this country got yeah private security. You know there yeah. There you go. Like for assassination risk is like, are you gonna tell them to stop carrying it? So we sure saw it at the parade. I said because like JB was at the parade, but his whole I, team was surrounded. <laughs> I never saw JB. Like he must have um not been in the section where I never even saw him. Because I uh, like I, I said, I didn't, I didn't see JB. I saw his people go by. I didn't see him, but like on TV, like I said, you know, they zero in the camera on the yeah. face. And um, like I said, I guess like we just didn't see because he was surrounded by his security. Because like we didn't see him, but when they when you would watch it on TV, then they put the camera directly on his face. <laughs> JB, no, he didn't want that smoke. <laughs> he probably didn't even want to do the parade. He just did it because it looked good. <laughs> He probably didn't want to be out there. <laughs> so it'll be good. Yeah, it'll look good for the cameras. <laughs> they zoomed in so you didn't see the security on TV. You just saw him. <laughs> Y'all saw what really happened. <laughs> yeah, because I, like, I never saw him. I was like, I never saw. I saw the group walk by with a lot of people, but I never saw him. Hmm. But yeah, that's just goofy, though. I don't agree with that. Yeah, I had to talk about that. because Mexico uh, get it together. Right, New Mexico, you said. And, J and JB, you better not pull that shit. I, pers <laughs> I personally go whip his ass. And shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, nah, then you be doing this podcast solo then. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Radio DJ whips governor's ass. <laughs> That'd be the headline, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they they seem to follow. Like you just can't pull a. You can't be a. Like, it's like a, um, a he's harder than that. Like um, even with um certain things, like like for example, like when he did the the magazine limit, like um, at first it was gonna be ten. He um extended it to fifteen because like ten ten rounds, then you making pretty much everybody a criminal. So, it's like, yeah, it's like um. Ten rounds, I'd be a criminal. I'll just leave it at that. It's like, it was like a lot of guns come standard with like twelve to fifteen rounds. Is like right. so, so you're making everybody a criminal. But yeah, you just can't be a rogue person. Like you just can't just go and just do like what you feel. Like part of being a um a good you work, leader, you work for the people. Like, right, you, yeah. that's part of being a good leader. You can't do stuff like supposed that. to serve your constituents. It's not about you. It's about your people. It's like yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. and clearly like um it's. It's ruffling feathers, this New Mexico governor and shit. Yeah, motherfuckers are pissed off about that shit. <laughs> so we'll see what He's happens. We'll be for that. All right. Well, that's all I got. You got any more, kid? Uh, not really. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Not another damn podcast. Episode 328. We definitely yeah. appreciate you supporting us. You want to support us further? Give us a like. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review all your platforms. Talking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC, Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey. YouTube and your Amazon Alexa devices. You can follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You know I get down. And you can check me out. MS, uh, check me out. MSIMA8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Also, S-E-R-H-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter, S-E-R-H-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs and for your video production needs. Check out straightgullyproductions.com. Bosman the Wizard. And Naima. We'll talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. <laughs>